Entrepreneurship Podcast, where we discuss the earth, air, fire, water, and spirit elements of building a thriving, successful, creative business and life. I'm your host, Sarah. As always, I'm so happy you're here. Welcome to Leo season. Before I hop into the reading for the collective for Leo season, I want to let you guys know something super exciting. I am hosting an in-person event, my first in-person event since before the pandemic, since 2019. I am so, so excited about this. Now, I know that this offering is for just a select slice of my folks, but maybe one of them is you. So listen up. This is the sexiest end of summer business and life coaching retreat Ever. It will be August 25th to 28th in Topanga, California, which is just outside of Los Angeles. And I just felt like we could not let summer end without a little summer vacation. But I wanted to make like the sexiest, most exclusive high end summer camp ever and create a business vacation, right? So it's a write off. How can you go wrong? This three-day retreat is going to include high-level coaching to help you grow the next phase of your business and grow into the next phase of your life. It will also include a brand photo shoot. We have a professional photographer coming, so everyone will have a little consultation with me before the retreat to make a plan for what you want to bring for your photo shoot. And then you will have a photo shoot on site and you will get three photos to keep with the option, of course, to buy more from that package if you'd like. Uh, and then you're also just going to have a relaxing, amazing time in a glorious location with massage and movement practices and guided breathwork and meditation practices and a private chef. Like, what could go wrong? There is a page where you can sign up. I'm going to link it below this podcast in the show notes. It's also linked in my bio on Instagram. And I'm going to structure this retreat with a lot of spaciousness. So if you want to do every single activity, you can. If you want to just do a few activities and then go off and work on your own or just rest or enjoy the facilities or, you know, take a little stroll into Topanga and look around, there will be a lot of flexibility so that you can get as much work as you want and as much vacation as you want. This retreat is limited to five people and I only have two spaces left. So if you are feeling like this sounds amazing and you want one of those two spaces to be yours, I highly recommend you head over to Instagram and DM me or click the link in my bio or click on the link in the show notes and sign yourself up now. The retreat is only a month away, really, August 25th to 28th. And again, it's in Topanga, California, which is just outside of Los Angeles. It's going to be a really spectacular time, and I'm so excited to get back to hosting in-person events. There is nothing quite like an in-person mastermind experience, so I would love to have you there if this feels like something that is exciting to you. And without further ado, let's hop into the Leo season oracle card reading for the collective. So we're about to get into the Leo season oracle card reading for the collective. I don't know if y'all 
have had a deep emotional ride for cancer season, feel free to throw it in the chat and let me know. Um, but I do feel like cancer season did what it was here to do. It brought up the shit. It brought up the wounds, it brought up the pain, it brought up the things that we've been stuffing down, it brought up the things that we haven't been looking at so that we could see them and address them and resource ourselves to step into Leo season. Um, as you may or may not know, cancer season is, uh, cancer is the divine mother of the zodiac, the feminine nurturing principle, the moon herself. And Leo is the divine child of the zodiac, the inner child, the one who wants to play and be brash and be bold and take up space with no apologies. And I always love the interplay of the transition from Cancer to Leo, thinking about what needs mothering, what needs unconditional love and acceptance from us to our own inner child so that we feel safe to share and to be ourselves and to shine authentically to take up space i feel like leo is the version of ourselves that we were before we ever got shamed before we ever got hushed before we ever got told that we were too loud or that our ideas were weird leo is the little kid like running into the living room to make everyone sit down and watch the weird play they made up and they are super excited about it and that's who we are on the inside and it's who we're trying to get back to who we're trying to be the version of yourself you were before you learned to be self-conscious about who you are and that is the version of ourselves we need especially if you're on this page if you're listening to this podcast if you're an artist if you're a creative if you are an entrepreneur if you're someone who's trying to put your soul work out into the world you're trying to put your message out into the world that takes a lot of vulnerability and a lot of comfort in who we are and who is a better model for being comfortable in who you are than a kid um just completely unselfconscious and that i think is the 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 guide the pinnacle the person to look to is the way that little kids play they're just completely unselfconscious and they're not going through a big process about it. Authenticity doesn't take work because they're not shedding layers of shame. They're just being their fucking selves and having fun. And they're not thinking about whether or not they're being judged. And that is the energy that we need to be able to do the kind of work we want to do on the level that we want to do it. And uh, the cards really reflect that. So I'm just going to dive right in. Here's where we're at right now. We are listening for the truth listening for truth is the card and what this card is about is the space between words the things that what's being left unsaid now this can be what's being left unsaid in relationships but it also may be what's being left unsaid in the media what's being left unsaid in the dominant cultural narrative what you don't see in your industry where you're looking around and being like why is no one saying this what you don't see in the news in the analysis of what's happening where you're looking around and being like am i the only one who gets what's going on here this card is letting you know you have this deep felt sense of the truth of something that no one else is saying out loud you're not wrong and you might feel sometimes like you're wrong or like you're crazy because you're the only one who is feeling it and sensing it and no one else is saying it the reason you're the only one who's feeling it and sensing it is because you're supposed to say it 
that truth is for you to share. It's your analysis, it's your understanding, it's your felt truth, and it is correct. So those layers of of shame-based conditioning, the times in our lives that we were hushed, that we were silenced, um, and then just normal, like we wanna fit in, we wanna be accepted, this is a little cat shadow, we wanna fit in, we wanna be accepted, we wanna get along, and so um, whatever it was that made us come to the conclusion that we shouldn't share an idea that goes against the grain um, or we will be hushed or we will be persecuted, uh, that is holding us back. And right now we're looking around seeing, I feel something, I sense something, I know that something is true that no one else around me is naming and voicing and we're feeling called to start to say it and the cards are saying, do it. share that truth, speak that thing. Maybe it needs to go into your art. Maybe it needs to become social media content. Maybe it needs to become part of the mission of your business, whatever it is. The reason that no one else is saying it is because it's your thing to share, Um, right? This idea of like staying in your own lane because there's less traffic there, that's what your truth is. if you keep looking around your industry and being like, how come no one is offering this thing that seems so obvious to me? How come no one is offering this thing that seems so obvious to me? It's because you're supposed to offer it. Sorry, bummer, but that's what's true. The other thing that this card may be referencing is um, gossip, deceit, lies around you. So you may be, and I don't, I never know who these are for, but you may be dealing with a time where you are finding out that people are talking about you and the cards say, don't worry about it. Don't trip about it. Don't try to expose it. Don't try to um, do anything about it. Just leave it alone because it will come out. The truth will come out. Those people will be exposed. And the way that that happens is going to be so much um, grander than you could orchestrate. Like, don't get your hands dirty. The universe has got you. God's got you. You're fine. Let it let those people do what they do. You stay focused on your good work. You stay focused on your heart. You stay focused on your good energy. Um, I will say that sometimes when I need people to go, instead of um, getting caught up in drama or trying to do any left-hand work or um, you know, even trying to have a confrontation, I do what I call aggressive blessing. So like you have a coworker who's really bothering you be like, I am doing so many like prayers that they get offered a great job in New York (laughs) and like move over there. Um, I want you to fall in love and get so caught up in the great energy that you're feeling in your life that you don't have time to think about me anymore. So if you need to do anything, aggressively bless them. Hope that they have great things happening to them somewhere over there that takes you far away from, takes them far away from you. But do not try to call them out. Do not try to fight. Do not try to expose it because that's going to blow up for you. You're being asked to just trust that that's going to be handled. So if there's anyone for whom that is going on in your immediate circle or in your industry, that's that. That's where we're at right now. Listening for truth. What's the block to listening for truth and speaking the truths that we know? What's the block? It is against the grain. So we are meant to be different you, me, if you're here right now, you are meant to be different. You are meant to see things different. There's a reason that you're the only one who's hearing these truths. There's a reason that you are the only one who's seeing things the way you're seeing them. And it's because you were designed to be different. 
this card shows this woman swimming underwater and there's birds, right? And it's like, you're a dreamer. You're someone who sees the world the way you want it to be versus the way it is. You see things in a beautiful way. You want the world to be different. You can dream up alternate realities. You march to the beat of your own damn drummer and you're supposed to. And that can be very lonely. And so going back to this idea of listening for truth, that at a certain point you realize, like, if I want to have people around me, maybe I, sh I can't share how weird I really am. Maybe I can't share how different my ideas really are. Maybe I can't share how big my personality really is. Maybe I'm too much. Maybe I'm too different. And I'm afraid of being lonely. But guess what? You're fucking lonely anyway. Right. If, if you're feeling this, this thing of I'm listening, I, I sense a truth that no one else is saying. That's really isolating. I think about the myth of Pandora. Right. Uh, no, sorry, not Pandora. Calliope. That Calliope was cursed with the vision of sight. She could see how people were going to die, but then no one would believe her. Um, but I'm thinking about Calliope. This like this thing of like I see something no one else sees and no one's listening to me. That is incredibly isolating. It, my cats are going crazy right now, y'all. Um, oh, I know why. I made a mistake. I should have fed them wet food before I did this. That was my bad. But we're in it now. They're going to have to wait. So this feeling of I am sensing a truth, a way of looking at the world that no one else seems to be saying and that makes me feel really lonely. That makes me feel really isolated. And I'm afraid that if I start letting myself be different, I'm going to end up alone, but you feel alone already. The issue is not that you're gonna end up alone. The issue is that your people can't find you because you're not speaking your truth. Your people can't, the people who are gonna see you and love you and appreciate you in all of your weirdness, in all of your glory, they can't find you when you're hiding. They can't find you when you're people pleasing. They can't find you when you're placating. They can't find you when you're playing small. You're going to have to allow yourself to be the big, weird, <laughs> different, outlier, hot take, table shaker, disruptor that you're meant to be. The other day um, in one of the groups that I'm in, somebody was posting that they have like a really controversial take on something in their industry and they're afraid to say it because people in their industry are going to come for them. And I was like, shake the table. Like anything not nailed down should fall anyway. If it's not solid, let it fucking fall. That's how things should be. That's how we make change. That's how we make waves. And if you have experiences that have caused you to be afraid or ashamed or think that like you shouldn't make waves or you shouldn't make change yes you should it's who you are you wouldn't have these ideas you wouldn't know these things inside you wouldn't feel compelled to make this work if it wasn't yours to make these callings are on our heart because they're ours to make so the thing that's blocking you is this fear that you're gonna be alone if you let people see how different you really are you won't you will not be alone. You will find the other people who feel the way you feel. And you can't get to them when you're hiding. It's not gonna work. So what is the gift that will come to us when we say we're willing to go against the grain, when we're willing to speak the truth? What's the gift that will come of it? It's coming to life. The come to life card says that you are your greatest artwork. Oh 
my God, these cats. Y'all, we're going to go somewhere together. You are your greatest artwork. You are the masterpiece that you are meant to create. It is who you are. It's your life. It's the way you see things. It's the art that you create. It's the songs that you write. It's the paintings you paint. You, the way that you be you, is your biggest art project of life. And this next phase of your life that you're stepping into, which is why I said this is so on point for Leo season, is just going to require more you, more of your truth, more of your art, more of your messiness, more of your imperfect action, more of your sharing. All of that is required. We need more you in the world. You need more you in your damn life. You need more you in your conversations. You need, I'm getting, I'm tearing up. You need more you in your relationships. You need more you in your meditation. You need more you in your fucking. You need more you in everything across the board. The answer is you need more you. Everyone else does too. Um, the quality of your life, the quality of your relationships, everything is going to improve when there's just more you in it less people pleasing. You're not here to live everybody else's life. You're not here to live your parents' life. You're not here to live the people who bullied you in high school's life. You are here to be yourself and to live your life. So the gift that you get when you accept that you're the person who's meant to speak these truths and that if you don't care how different you seem and you're just gonna go for it is that suddenly there's more you available in every aspect of your life. And this heightened amount of you is going to make all of your interactions so much richer, so much juicier, so much sweeter. So how do we deal with other people during this time? And this is a big deal, right? Because this is all about transition. This is all about abandonment fears, really. When we look at this, this is about all of our fears, if you've been around, you've heard me say, all of our fears are fears of crap. Criticism, rejection, abandonment, punishment. Because we're coming into Leo season, we're moving from the mother to the child. What's coming for me is that these are abandonment wounds. I'm afraid I will be alone if I really say what I need to say. Um, so how do I deal with other people during this time that like people actually might leave my life? I might be right. Some of these relationships may not come with me. You're asked to dream a beautiful dream. And what this card is about is two things. One is about wild beauty. Nature is wild beauty. It's not standard beauty image beauty. Society, conditioning, culture has this very narrow range of what's considered beautiful what's considered proper, what's considered attractive. Nature doesn't have that. Think about like a weird bioluminescent fish and like trees that grow with their roots all tangled. Nature's beauty is quirky. There's no two things that look exactly alike. That's beauty. And so when we're thinking about this reading and, and this card coming in the placement of how do we deal with others during this time, 
I think that some of our fear about ending up alone is that we have right now this very limited view of what a good relationship is. And maybe our idea is that a good relationship is one where the boat never gets rocked. A good relationship is one where everyone is nice and polite. A good relationship is one where no one steps out of line. And that maintaining the peace in these nice relationships is what we think of as good and desirable versus like, Authentic relationships can be more unpredictable. Having more people in your life who are like you, who are outliers, who are also people who see things really differently is going to, again, it's going to bring more you into your life, but it's going to bring more everything into your life, more feelings, more anger, more sadness, more pain, more loss, more recognition that some of the things that we've been through have been hard on us and we couldn't voice them and that that's sad. There's going to be more everything. And that's beautiful. Nice feelings aren't the only desirable feelings. Positive, quote unquote, air quote, feelings aren't the only feelings that are good. We need a full range of human emotions. So if we have been living in this really narrow box where we don't let ourselves have the full bandwidth of human emotional experiences, there it's going to be an adjustment to recognizing that our loss is beautiful and our grief is beautiful and our sadness is beautiful and our rage is beautiful. The things that we recognize and feel as we let some of these relationships go and realize how long we kept ourselves small for the sake of not wanting to upset other people. Like there's grief in that, that we're going to have to move through. And that's beautiful. That's not a bad thing. We don't need to be afraid of it. Toxic positivity culture, right? has us wrapped up in this idea that like, we only want to feel good all the time. Good vibes only is some bullshit. No, we need all the vibes. (laughs) Sometimes things are sad. That doesn't mean they're not beautiful. Half the music out is beautiful because it's sad. (laughs) If you need to make art about it, make art about it. If you need to like write a song about it, if you need to channel it into a piece of art, do that. But allow yourself to experience kind of a ripping off the band-aid of your emotional life. We want to rip off the band-aid. We want to feel all the things. So in this space, as we come into this idea of how do we deal with other people as we're going through this time, we welcome in the new people. We welcome in a higher level of emotional intimacy with ourselves and with others. We open ourselves up to recognizing that there's a lot of different shades and flavors of beauty, not just what we've been used to and not just what we've been conditioned to see. And we open ourselves up to having more intimate relationships with people who are prepared to meet us on that level. So some of the people you've been with before, the ones that maybe made you feel lonely, It was because they weren't prepared to meet you on that level. They weren't prepared to hear your truth. They weren't prepared to see the full spectrum of you. There are going to be people who are, and you have to open up to them. And that's going to be a shock to the system a little bit, but 
those people are there and they're ready for you when you're ready to open up to them. The message from your higher self about this is receiving. You are so loved by the universe. We are so loved by the divine, by spirit, by our spirit teams, by our ancestors, by the God of our understanding. We are so loved. And the universe rejoices in being able to give to us. And a lot of us are really shitty at receiving. And when we're really shitty at receiving, if we can imagine that somebody shows up at our house and they have a gift for us and they're like, here, I have this for you. And we like walk right past them or we don't acknowledge it or we take it and we say, oh, this must not be meant for me. Or we like chuck it. We've blocked the flow of receiving in our lives because for whatever reason, whether it's shame, whether it's self-worth issues, whether it's self-doubt, whether it's limiting beliefs, whether it's low self-esteem, whatever it is that has us in here not accepting the things that that spirit is trying to give us, um, it's holding us back and it's blocking the flow of receiving. It's cutting off the interaction. We're cutting off the interaction. We may be cutting off the interaction while trying to manifest, while asking for things. It is time for us to step into receiving. Let yourself be loved. Let yourself be seen for the full fucking weirdness of who and what you are and let yourself be loved for that and feel that. After all of this time of holding yourself back and thinking that you're going to end up lonely if you don't share who you are, you're going to experience sharing who you are and people showing up and loving you. And that's going to be hard. It doesn't seem like it should be. It seems like it should feel like such a relief. But because it's going to feel so foreign, it may feel hard. It may feel like our immediate impulse is to reject it. And to say, no, no, this is too dangerous. It's too scary. I want to go back in my shell. I didn't like it there necessarily, but not liking it there is familiar and safe. Being this raw, being this vulnerable, bringing more of myself to all of my relationships and interactions, being seen for the strange, wild beauty that I am, and then letting someone love me and help me and take care of me and celebrate me, vulnerable. It's fucking vulnerable. And that is what is being asked of us. That's the message from our higher selves to us. Let yourself be received fully. Rest in it. A big part of rest in it is resetting our nervous system all the time, over and over and over. For all of us, this is just a message that it may take some nervous system work. It may take practicing safety, showing a little bit of yourself, being a little bit vulnerable, and being like, oh, that actually went well. And then feeling into the safety of, okay, it went well. Nothing bad happened. I opened up and they liked it and I'm safe. And then to try it again and to try it again and to try it again to practice being received and then to rest a little bit. Don't turn it into a challenge. Don't turn it into the receiving Olympics. Um, my perfectionist and my type A, you know, 
people who try to take everything really far. We don't want to burn our systems out. We have to dip a toe in, start in, start where it's easy, dip into difficulty, go back to where it's easy, right? That's how we titrate new skills. So we open up a little bit. We have an experience of being received. And then we let ourselves rest in that for a moment and recalibrate at that level. And then we do it again. Oh my God, these cats. <laughs> then we do it again. And then we do it again. And then we do it again. And then we do it again. Um, we need to rest. We need actual restoration of the nervous system. We need the breath work. We need the meditation. We need the naps. We need the days off. We need to let other people pamper us a little bit and take care of us a little bit, whether that's letting your partner pick up some extra chores or um, getting massages. We need to let ourselves be cared for a little bit more during this period where we are sharing more and showing up more and bringing more of ourselves into our relationships. And the final guidance of spirit, y'all gonna be mad at us. It's release the dark wound and let love live. We keep getting this card. This card came up and I got mad at us because we keep getting it. The dark wound is perfectionism. That's what's holding us back in all of this. I am sensing a truth that things are different, that there's something going on that no one else is saying, but I'm not going to share it yet because it's not perfected yet. I have to make sure it's perfect before I share it. And I want to like take impulsive, messy action and just put my truth out there, but I'm not going to do it yet because it has to be perfect. I'm already taking such a big risk by doing something different. I got to perfect it first. Oh, I want to bring more of myself to everything, but only if I can do it perfectly. Oh, I want to show up more in my relationships, but only if it looks of societally acceptable way that's safe and regimented and ordered and has clean lines and corners and 90 degree angles. No, no. No, 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 we have to drop the perfectionism. We have to. Love does not live there. Art doesn't live there. Authenticity doesn't live there. The receiving that we want to experience doesn't live there. We have to fucking drop it and the reason that it makes me mad that we keep getting this card over and over and over and over and over again is because I know I have a handful of people who listen to these readings including myself every single month and we keep getting this card which means spirit has been on our noggin all fucking year being like you need to drop the perfectionism and make your shit and put it out in the world and let this happen like I have this feeling of our of our guides, of our spirit team, like standing on the other side of this door and being like, we have all this shit for you. We have all these gifts for you. We have all these opportunities for you. We have all these amazing people. Will you just open the door? Will you just come out? And we're like, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready. Let me like take my makeup off and put it back on again six more times. My eyebrows aren't even. I'm changing my outfit for the 20th time. And they're like, will you please just open the door? We have all this stuff out here that we want to give you. Please just come out. No, I'm not ready yet. Bitch, we're ready. We just have to open the door. We just have to do it. And so the other thing that it makes me mad is because I think a lot of us are sitting around like we're either noodling with shit that doesn't matter and like 
wasting our fucking lives, wasting our time, the most precious resource we have in on this three-dimensional plane, um, the fourth-dimensional resource that we have on this three-dimensional plane. Anyway, we're wasting our time, right? I think about like in business, what this looks like is like you're noodling around with your logo in Canva for 20 hours instead of going out and talking to 20 people and saying, hey, I'm, I'm doing this work. Does anybody want to hear about it? Setting up 20 appointments and charging $5 for them and getting practice doing your work. Instead, you're spending those 20 hours noodling around with some bullshit that doesn't matter, that doesn't get you out there. Being perfectionistic, it's a defense mechanism. And meanwhile, what we're telling ourselves is, I'm gonna wait until I feel more brave before I take the action. No, it doesn't work that way. We have to take the action. Bravery is not bravery is not not bravery is not the absence of fear. Right? Bravery is when we feel afraid and we do the shit anyway and then it goes okay and we don't die and we show ourselves, "Oh, look, I was brave and I took a chance and I did something and it was okay." Now I can do more. And we're going to be scared every single time at every single up level. Think back in your life at times where you were so scared to do something. Maybe it was to apply for college and then maybe you got in and then maybe you were scared to go. Maybe it was to move to a different city. Maybe it was to leave a relationship or start a relationship. Think back to a time where you were so scared to do something and you look back now and you're like, oh yeah, I, I did that and it was okay. I was fine. And now I'm looking forward to the next thing I want to do. And I'm so scared. We're going to be scared every time. So if you're waiting to feel ready, to be not afraid, to feel like it's good enough before you share it, stop it. Fucking stop it. I don't want to see this card again next month. I don't. I don't want to see this card again next month. I want us to take advantage of the energy of Leo season and think back to who we were before we got hushed, before we got shamed, before we got told that our ideas were weird, before we recognized this idea that if we put ourselves out there, we were going to face criticism, rejection, abandonment, or punishment. I want us to think back to the person that we were when we were little, when we were completely unselfconscious. And I want us to act from that place and play our way through Leo season bringing more of ourselves to the surface, not in a perfectionistic, rigid, quote unquote, professional way. Just be your fucking self. Say the thing that you're scared to say. Say the weird thing. Make the ugly art. Put the shit out. And then be your own doting parent and hang it on the damn refrigerator and be like, this is the best painting I've ever seen in my life. This is fucking great. That is what we need right now. Put yourself out there as your true, weird, wild self, your unregimented beauty with no right angles and let yourself be seen for that. And then show yourself. It wasn't that scary after all. I can't believe I wasted fucking years being afraid to do this. It went fine. It always does. I wanna see this card again in a reading for us. I'm tight. <laughs> Stop it. We need to stop it. This is a message for someone else who is also me. I don't want to see this shit anymore. I don't want to have one more month where spirit has to be like, are you going to stop being perfectionistic about your shit and put it out there and like let love live in your life? Or are you going to keep fucking around with your gifts? I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of myself.
So I hope you're feeling sick of yourself in a good way, in an inspiring way. We need to just go play. We need to just go play. I feel like I need to pull a shadow card for us. One more thing besides perfectionism. What do we need to know about this fucking pathological perfectionism that we're dealing with that's keeping us from playing? Oh, it's self-love. Would you look at that, bitch? Ain't that about a bitch? It's self-love. It's self-love. So here's the thing about self-love. It's not a feeling. Or let me rephrase that. It is a feeling. But I think that just like with perfectionism, the idea that you're going to feel brave and then do the thing, people think that they're going to feel like they love themselves and then start treating themselves like they love themselves. It's not how it works. It is really hard to feel lovey-dovey towards someone who treats you like shit. It's really hard to feel lovey-dovey towards someone who tells you that all your ideas are crap and that nothing that you do is good enough. It's really hard to feel like you want to love and dote on someone who is shitting on everything you try to create, isn't it? So why would we treat ourselves like that and then be like, I don't feel like I love myself. Of course we don't. Of course we don't. We need to start hanging every single terrible piece of macaroni art we make on the wall like it's a gallery and being like, look at this amazing thing my inner child made. We need to dote on ourselves. We need to treat ourselves like precious angel babies. We need to go out of our way for ourselves. We need to commit time to the things we keep saying are important to us. The way that we do for other people shit. If you're saying your work is important to you and then you give the time that you would be spending on it away to other people the second they ask you to, you feel like you come second. You're showing yourself, it's not really important to me. I will never prioritize you above other people. That doesn't make us feel loved. What makes us feel loved is when we have somebody in our life who's like, I put you first. I put your things first. If you're doing something, I'm going to be there front and center. I will be in the front row. I want to be with you. I want to be there for you. I want to support you. What do you need? What resources do you need to make that happen? Now, I get it. A lot of us didn't have that growing up. We didn't have it in our families. You can have it for yourself right now. You can be the stage parent you always wished you had. You can give it to yourself. We can give it to ourselves. What do you need to make this happen? How can I support you? How can I support that dream that you're having? How can I show you how much I love you by writing for you? by showing up for your dreams. And also, if that means I need to get you a therapist so that you can work on some of these issues, I'm doing it. If it means I need to make sure that I'm feeding you healthy organic food every day so that your body can feel good, I'm doing it. If it means I need to make sure you get to bed on time every day so that you can get up in the morning and have time to work on your personal projects before you go to work, I'm doing it. That's what self-love is. I'm treating myself like I'm important. That's what generates the feelings of security that help us go out in the world and share. Because we know, hey, even if other people don't like me, I like me. Even if no one else likes this work, I like this work. I love me. I support me. And I trust that other people will if I do. 
Because I can't be the only one out of 7 billion people. I can't be the only person who thinks this is cool. It's impossible. Or at least highly improbable. So we need to start treating ourselves like we love ourselves. And the feelings will come. We need to start sharing the work like wild children. And the people who love the work will show up and will appreciate it and will show us that it is possible for us to be seen and recognized and received for who we are. But it starts with us. Other people can't make us feel safe and then we'll show up. Unfortunately, we have to lead the way. We have to step out and let ourselves be seen. And yes, some people might go away. And we have to feel like we love ourselves enough that when those people leave, we're not going to abandon ourselves. Okay? Go out there and play this Leo season. Take advantage of this energy. I really don't want to see this perfectionism card come up again next month, y'all. Let's do this shit. Let's do this shit. Let's all commit to making Leo season the season of massive, messy, imperfect action. Share the shit, even if you think it's not done. Just put it out. Just put it out. What's the worst that could happen? Just put it out. Let's go. Let's shake the table. Anything that's not nailed down should fall anyway. That's the word. That's what I've got for us. If this was meaningful for you, if this was beneficial, sorry for the cat shenanigans. Sorry, slash you're welcome. Uh, if this was meaningful for you, if this was beneficial, I want to hear about it. Let me know. I will post this to my page so you can leave comments. Um, and if you're listening to this on the podcast, you can find me at Intuitive Edge Coaching on the Instagrams. Uh, thank you for being here every season. It is my honor to do these card readings for us. Uh, I love each and every one of you so very much. Thank you for being around and being part of this little funny community that only exists because I share my weird self on the internet. So <laughs> thank you. Okay, love you. Bye. That's our episode for today. Thank you as always for being here and for listening to the podcast. I know there are so many things that you could be doing with your time. So many things you could be listening to. It is an honor that you choose to be here. Connect with me on Instagram at intuitive edge coaching or join my Facebook group unstuck group to suggest topics or people that you'd like to hear me interview on this show. Have a great day.